Stephen Faust here with my good friend, Michael Tanner. And before we get started in the episode, I just want to encourage you to go to the website, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a shiny five-star review. Michael and I bring to you each week a different aspect of our online business, the struggles we're facing, and how we are overcoming them. With that, let's get started with today's episode. Michael Tanner, Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing this week? Stephen, man, I'm doing great. Listen, it's September now. The fall temperatures are already starting here in Atlanta. This morning when I got up, it was 55 degrees. It was crispy outside this morning. Right now it's 81 and sunny, but... I love the fall weather. What about you there in in Phoenix? Well, that is that is uh, really crisp. We're 108 today. We are. 108. We're 108 today, but I think we might getting be getting close to a break in the weather next week. Late next week, eight or ten days from now, we're going to be under 100 for two days in a row. I think we're getting close to the the break that uh, will put us closer to fall and getting you know 100 or less, which would be a, a good thing to do. Man, you guys probably start to feel like, you know, when you're sick and you have a you have a fever and it breaks, that probably is what it starts to feel like there in Phoenix. You feel like your fever is about to start yeah. to break and it's going to get back to normal, huh? Yeah, the fever is you stand outside and then it breaks, you come inside. <laughs> and that's that's breaking the fever. But yeah. no, it's beautiful weather. It's uh, really good. And just, again, uh, glad to be on with you today. I know you did something recently we wanted to talk to the, to the listeners a, a little bit about today as far as progress in the online business space that we're both in. I know you did a, uh, a webinar recently, at least I called it, you called it a webinar too, right? It wasn't a, a workshop or a seminar. Well, you, you referred Actually, to it I as a webinar. I called it a live event. Live event. And, and that's something yeah. that I think is, is online guys like we are. It's something that I kind of play around with is, is what I'm running a webinar. Is it a workshop? Is it a live training? Is it a, you just got to test that stuff and see yep. what works yep. best because some people are turned off by certain terms based on the niche and, and they, you know, think it's, Oh, that's really salesy. It's a webinar. Yep. They just yep. want me to buy something, which, which is usually, I mean, honestly, that's, the case when you have That's a webinar, right? But, you know, I, I jokingly yeah. say, but seriously, we are not nonprofit organizations. That's right. Right. That's exactly right. But no, well, I know you did this. I, I'm just excited to hear about it and yeah. hear how things went. Well, and, and first of all, I, you know, I called it a live event because the way I was hosting this is just like we're hosting right now in for recording this podcast. It was just a Zoom call, right? So it wasn't your traditional webinar where it's kind of this one directional communication where you know, I'm sharing slides and I'm I'm uh, giving you a lecture and your only way of getting any kind of input into it is like with a chat window or a question window or something like that. So I wanted to kind of cast this thing as this is truly a live event, right? You're on Zoom and if you choose, your video can be on, your audio can be on. Um, if you have questions, you know, you're not typing into a chat window, you're just asking your question, right? Interrupting and asking the question and we'll have a discussion and so forth. So that's the reason that I kind of characterized it as a live event. Now, I think I, I think I learned some things about characterizing it that way. And one of the things I learned is I believe uh, there's a lot of people that are intimidated by the idea that it's a live event like that, especially this idea that 
they're going to be in audio and they're going to be on video if they so chose to do, to do that. I think there is a, a certain level of, of uh, comfort that is kind of hiding behind the keyboard and just typing in my question for some. Uh, but, um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about this um, because uh, this is one of those things where I feel like it's one of those train wrecks, but at least I learned some things from it that we can share with the audience. Oh, I love it. Train wrecks, man. I've, I've been in a few trains that have wrecked, and uh, I can I could definitely relate to that. But, you know, one thing you, with, that you said that resonates is you're right. I mean, a lot of folks maybe don't join those types of events because of they want to have that anonymity. Right. They want to or they want the information. I, and I know this because I used to feel like this at times. I want to go on and and be a part of it. But if I'm like the only person there or if I'm like one of two or three, am I going to get like called out or are they going to like start? Right you know, making me feel uncomfortable. And it just depends on the niche and the person and all of these things. But, you know, a lot of people aren't as comfortable as you and me talking about train wrecks and and showing up and doing podcasts, right? It wasn't always this way. I mean, in the beginning, I had a lot of jitters and nerves and things, but I can imagine how how scary that could be for some people. So again, it's words matter, how we make them feel comfortable matter, and then getting them to a point where they can really take in the content and the information we're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so what I, what I did was um, I scheduled this thing and I started promoting uh, roughly about two weeks uh, before the event. I started promoting um, uh, just on, on my social media to my email list uh, uh, and, and so forth. And I, I felt like I was doing pretty good. I felt like uh, I was going to have a pretty successful event uh, besides me, besides you, and our good friend Heather, I had 18 other people that signed up for the webinar um, that day. Um, unfortunately, you and Heather are the only two people that showed up. So that's why when I say this was a bit of a train wreck, um, you guys were the only ones there, support, and you were there supporting me more than you were there for the content, obviously. Um, but yeah, of those 18 other people, uh, even with my email sequences leading up to the to the live events, the time of the event, they got an email the day before, they got an email an hour before, and then they got a, another email at the time of the event. Uh, even with all those efforts, um, I didn't get anybody to show up live, but I am pretty confident that um, at least some of the people watched the recording because after the fact, I'd recorded it. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go back and tell how I did that, but I recorded it. Uh, and then I sent it back out uh, to everyone that had registered because I'd, I'd promised to do that, right? It, when you registered, you noticed that it was a live event, but if you couldn't attend live, then you would get the recording. Um, and so I sent that out and I'm pretty confident I had a, some number of people watch the recording because just today I had a person reach out to me uh, to inquire about uh, individual coaching. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that was a result of maybe watching some of that content uh, but yeah, that that's the train wreck part part of this. Even though I had 18 people sign up, they got lots of emails leading up to it. I didn't get anybody, I didn't convince anybody to show up live. I think a lesson there is even if people don't show up live, and I've done a number of webinars that no one showed up, and it can, you know, it's that immediate kind of, oh man, that kind of sucks. But mm-hmm. but the thing that I like and what you did is you said you said no one showed up, but I'm still doing this because I have a replay here. I'm sending out a replay right. 
So I'm going to go through the training. It's kind of like last season in football and COVID when all of these NFL teams played in empty stadiums, right? I mean, it's hard to get as energized and excited and maybe dial it up to that next level when the stands are completely empty, but Mm -hmm. you can still play the game and still be successful and people are going to watch that on TV and they're still going to enjoy it. Right. So yep. uh, it, the thing is, is don't be discouraged, at least from my point of view, don't be too discouraged that no one shows up. That's another problem challenge that you have to work through and overcome over time. But the fact that you had 18 people register and you've told me this, so I'll just put it right back on you. If you had 18 people in your office where you're recording this right now, you wouldn't be able to turn around in there. Right. That's right. So that's that right. that's important. You you push through it. You you got the, you got the material out there. You put it out there. People will have the opportunity to view it, and then from that, it sounds like you've already got a lead that could potentially turn into a client at some level. Yeah. So you know, we we got on the Zoom call that day, and you and as I said, you and Heather showed up, and we chit chatted for a few minutes, and I don't remember how long we waited. Fifteen minutes or so. We waited on someone to show up and, and, uh, they didn't. Uh, and so I, I remember, you know, saying to you guys, Hey, I'm not going to force you to listen to this stuff. You guys can go on about your business. I'll give you 45 minutes of your life back kind of thing. Uh, and then, then I just went about just recording the content on my own. Right. Um, for a number of, for a few reasons, right. First of all, I'd promised that I would do that. Right. For those 18 people that, that signed up, uh, I'd promised in the, in the landing page, that there'll be a recording. And if you can't be there live, then you'll get the recording. So I'd, I'd made that promise and I was certainly going to follow, you know, follow through with that. Uh, but then also, uh, I just needed, I also needed the reps in teaching and going through the content as well, right? So uh, if for no other reason, I, I had practiced it and I'd kind of run through it already a few times. Uh, but if for no other reason, I just needed additional reps in teaching that content. Uh, and you're right, now I have a recorded uh, version of that, that, uh, I can do anything I want with it. I could, I could make it a kind of an evergreen, uh, video presentation of that if I wanted to. Um, but yeah, those are the reasons I, I went ahead and, and did that, uh, just because I felt like I needed to, uh, get the reps and follow through on my promise. Yeah. And that's a powerful to your point. If you, you can use that any way you choose it, that's a potentially powerful lead magnet. Right. I mean, you talk about going evergreen, you want to get some reps in and but even without all the additional reps going live and all you have, a because I watched the replay and it's a really tight, uh, you know, content vehicle for your leadership calculator and all the different mm-hmm. things that you're becoming more known for and how you differentiate yourself. That's a powerful lead magnet, because if I come to your website and I've heard about you somewhere, or I Google Googled and found you, or or through social media or whatever. I go to your website, and I see on your on your front page an opportunity to to get very specific training on something that I'm interested in learning more about. I can watch a 45 because I recall it's 45 minutes long, a 45 minute training that is top shelf content that really can solve. Uh, the person's specific problems, depending on what that is. So that's a very powerful lead magnet. I think it's something that you can prominently, you know, offer on your 
on your main page, you could even right. charge for that at some point if you want to. You, just because you start something as a lead magnet doesn't mean it needs to stay a lead magnet forever. You can stop it and start bundling it as a bonus, right? A bonus yeah. for something. Yeah. And the, the sky's the limit. The, the opportunities to leverage that one piece of content in so many different ways, be it free or paid or bonuses or however in, in perpetuity, that's a great thing about that training and that content. And it didn't require anybody to show up to get it to be that way. So right. there's still a lot of wins that came out of that. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, the, the primary purpose of that, doing that as even as a live um, event was, was lead generation, right? Get, getting those 18 people on my email list, uh, which that was obviously a, a success. Um, in the middle of that live event, I also then gave a, a pitch for the uh, the Leadership Accelerator, which is a 30-day online course, right? And so even in the recording, that pitch is still there. So if someone watches it, they'll learn about the Leadership Accelerator and they could go and purchase it and so forth. They'll miss out now on the discounts that they could have gotten as a, if they were there live, obviously. Um, but you know, the, the, the value that it provides, even though now it's recorded, is still the same. And the awareness of the other products that we have, still the same, it's still there. Uh, and yeah, as you say, I can easily now turn that into some evergreen, you know, video training strategy that would do both generate the leads as well as make them aware of the products that they can go purchase. Yeah. And what I love about not only what you did and how you did it is, is the type of content. The content that you put out there is timeless, not timely, right? That's so right. It, it lives the test of time. And unless something changes in the world dramatically and quickly, I don't know that leadership and, the, and how leaders become better, more effective uh, with their teams is going to change tremendously over the next century or two. So it's, it's this is... It's kind of like the Bible. It's written. It's done. It's done. Right. It, it's not That's going right. in for a rewrite anytime soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't need to rewrite it. We just need to read it. That's right? correct. Yeah, exactly. that's correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, that's the beauty of that is now you have this fresh piece of content. You can leverage it in all these different ways. The content will live the test of time. And now as you just start doing more of those and, and becoming more specific, more intentional with these different topics. Now you're going to be building this kind of library of stuff that you can leverage in so many different ways for your business. And that's going to get, you know, more clients and, and more opportunities to serve people and just to grow. So I love it, man. And what's the next step um, on all of this uh, before you button us up? Well, so I'm definitely going to, you know, we talked about turning this into a, um, uh, an evergreen type lead generator. And, and I'm definitely going to uh, turn it into that. I'm going, as you go back a few episodes and you know, I'm in Kajabi. So I'm going to build out a pipeline there in Kajabi that offers up this video training uh, that talks about this, uh, this secret formula to becoming a leader that, uh, you know, others will follow anywhere. Uh, so I'm going to offer that up as a lead generation tool uh, and that will as I said, it will also make them aware of the, the products that they can purchase from us as well. So that's my next step. Build that out. Have this out there as evergreen content. Yep. Sounds like a great personal call to action for yourself. Any calls to action for our folks out there uh, listening and uh, button us up? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't have to have someone like Steven and a podcast to get on and, and to uh, air all of your train wrecks. 
but I think it is good to, you know, you try these things, you evaluate them, uh, you, you know, elements of them you're going to view as a failure, elements of it you're going to view as success. Just learn from those things. Make sure you're fulfilling your promises, as I talked about. Make sure you're providing the content and the value for your customers the way you the way you should be, and just learn from those mistakes and 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 move on. Right. Um, so that's that's my that's what I'm doing, and that's what I would be calling you guys to do as well. This is episode number 97, Stephen is telling me. So be sure you check us out there, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com, episode number 97. And again, get out there, try some stuff, learn from it, even if you view it as a train wreck, just like me. Be sure you learn from it and then adjust and do it better next time. That's your call to action today. Until Stephen and I talk to you again next time, go build your business. Get after it.